Go. We're back like we never left. It's season two, episode one of the podcast that no one asked for. Uh, we had taken a short break to end season one, kind of to, you know, regenerate, recoup, reboot, refresh, whatever you want to call it. Um, self-reflect. So, self-reflect, all that fun stuff. Thanks for jumping in before you were supposed to, Kyle. I appreciate <laughs> it. I'm joined by, as always, by my two co-hosts, Jordan Pensabene and Kyle George. Since Kyle wants to get started, uh, we'll kick it to Kyle and see how he's been doing over the last two weeks. Hey, hey, thanks for tapping in, Paul. Uh, just, <laughs> just, just happy to be here. Uh, uh, thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't uh, uh, excuse me. All right. Serious face. So, uh, how have I been? Was the question? Uh, yeah. Over the last two weeks. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, I missed you. Oh, I missed you too. I'm lying. I'm also lying. <laughs> I, we, I actually, Jordan and I were actually trying to replace you over the last two weeks, but I, we couldn't. Yeah. So we're still well, here. you know what? I had a feeling. Uh, because the group yeah. chat was dry. Like, nobody's texting. All of a sudden, today, they're like, we're recording at five. And I'm like, oh. I I'm still they, here. You know what, you know what, I've, noticed here, what I've noticed here? I just want, I want to say, no, jump in here, that Paulie and Kyle have both almost been replaced. And I am I got my spot at the table. Like, nobody's taking, taking me out here. I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. I mean, I think now we can narrow down who's been working hard to replace people. Yeah. <laughs> If there seems to be a central point that doesn't get replaced. I feel like we know who is who's who's the yeah, puppet master. Seems that way. You know what, Polly? Let's let's tag team. And, no, and, let's and not. We'll, let's overthrow this regime. Okay, we can do that. We're not tag team. We're not tag team. I, I would have used mutiny or something like that. <laughs> other than tag team, because that's just weird. But yeah, no, okay. you've been, you been good, my man. Me? Uh, me, right? No, yeah, uh, you still you, Kyle, because yeah. you haven't said yeah. anything of substance yet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, but in, in reality, I, I've been doing great. You know, I'm happy to be back. Um, happy to see your faces again. Um, yeah, that's that's really you know the gist of it. Two weeks got got a nice little uh, reprieve. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing, dude. Just take the oh, fucking mic okay, away. Jordan, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Um, last two weeks have been eventful. Uh, redecorating, uh, you know, my downstairs and everything. Got somebody coming over, she, like interior decorator. She comes over and, you know, helps me. The I vibe should, decorator. Yeah, the vibe. Yeah, big feng shui energy. Uh, like I almost said the vibe. <laughs> oh, who's always horny? Oh, I, was like, I was like, wait a minute, that's not correct. No, Jesus. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. Oh, so, they need to take me out. They do. You both, I'm telling you, that's why I'm trying to replace both of you. <laughs> I got a list, I got a list like a mile long of people who I want to replace both of you. Yeah, how many of that's fine. your emails? <laughs> Very few. <laughs> Very few. Um, but no, like, I'm getting my downstairs redone, which is really cool. I'm getting the kitchen redone. Um, you know, I just redid my room yesterday. I got a couple of pictures that I'm going to hang in there. I just, like, rearranged the room. Like, you know, different energy. It's been the same for, for a while now, so I figured I'd change it up a bit. Um, so that's good. Uh, my soccer team, you know, I told you guys this before, uh, Paulie and Kyle, that uh, they won their league. It was first time in 11 years, which was awesome. And I was, like, so happy, and it was, like, Finally, like one of my teams won something, and then two days later they fired their coach. And I was like, "Man, like, can I have just like some sort of normalcy in my sports life? Like, the Mets have like a billion people on the IL. The Jets are the Jets. The Knicks are about to get swept out of the playoffs. The Rangers are firing people left and right. It's like not, not swept. They did win a game. Oh, they did win a game. Whatever. Game. It's a gentleman sweep. Whatever. Gentleman <laughs> sweep. Whatever. It's just I can't have a sense of normalcy in my sports life. So. No, that's probably why I'm getting my place redone, so I have you know better energy in my life. Because the last thing I need is a uh, you know sports and to make myself miserable. And you know I just saw Spiral actually yesterday too, which was uh, oh did you? I did. I was very excited. A big Chris Rock guy, and Saw is my favorite movie. It's like horror movie franchise. If you want a thriller, horror, whatever you want to call it. So I just saw it yesterday, and I was very very pleased. Um, I didn't know how Chris Rock was going to do in that role, but he was very, very good. He said a little comedy in there too, but you know, overall he was, he was very good in it. So I was very happy. Uh, you know, it was, uh, that, that's good to hear. Cause I've heard so many mixed reviews. I haven't watched it yet myself. I will, but 
yeah. it was good to hear because I know that you're really into those. So yeah, it was good. It wasn't too like gory or anything. Like I, the the scenes where they had the torture stuff was, you know, pretty bad. But it wasn't just like about the gore. It was like a, a good Spoilers. backstory. And yeah, okay. it was it, it, it was solid. It, it was good. The ending kind of threw me for a loop a little bit, but otherwise it was you know it was a very good movie. Nice. Did, nice. Would you say the ending threw you for a spiral? Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Kyle, yeah, that was good. I don't care what Jordan says. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. So, so for me, hold up. Nobody says it, it threw me for a spiral. Nobody says that. It's well, like, some people oh. say a loop, right? A loop. Some people say a loop. Yeah, a loop, not a spiral. What is a spiral? Just a, it's a, not a spiral, downward loop. A loop, though. It's a downward loop. You, no. It's not if you the look same at it from the if you look at it from the top down, what's it doing? It's looping, right? It's not, so no, but nobody says he threw me for a spiral. You're not a football. <laughs> well, maybe if you if you if I don't know, I don't know. I was gonna try and save it, but he has yeah. no, Polly. <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's talk about me now because you know I like to do that. Um, yeah, we know. So for me, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So for me. Uh, you know, the last two weeks. <laughs> Why are you laughing like that? Yo, he's throwing me off. I'm sorry. Is he throwing you for a spiral? <laughs> yeah, I just hear this guy cackling in the background, and I'm over here trying to keep my composure. Paul is um, trying to tell us I can't, about I can't, his I'm life. So I am so funny. Like, people, you don't realize, like, I'm really funny. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, please. <laughs> Let Paulie talk. Oh, you guys. I miss you guys, seriously. But, no, um. For me, the last two weeks was, uh, you know, a weeks. lot of. I, I say weeks. I don't even know. The last two weeks were really, um, you know, about you know, kind of taking a step back, um, self-reflecting. Uh, you know, mental health is is very important. Um, you know, I've had my battles over the last year, so I will always speak out for it. It's important um, to take time for yourself, refresh, reset, whatever, whatever you may need to do in order to get yourself in, in a good headspace. Um, you know, and I've done that. Um, my my therapist did suggest uh, taking some time off the dating apps because she said that um, I, I was I was talking to too many people at once and it was clouding my judgment. And I told her that she was silly and she looked at me funny. So I listened to her. Um, so so I did that. And that was actually I'm not going to lie, as crazy as it sounds, um, that was definitely, um, you know, like a refreshing feeling. So I've been off them for, for a bit now. Um, you know, eventually I'll go back, obviously. But. But that's been good. Um, you know, life's been, been you know, I'm just chilling. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying things. I'm, I'm enjoying getting back out there in regards to, you know, hanging out with friends at establishments because we can now. Um, you know, obviously, the if you're vaccinated, the lifting of the mask. So uh, that's been kind of fun because places look, you know, kind of normal again. Um, I got in an accident yesterday. Thankfully, everyone was okay. A little fender bender. The Jeep's going to be all right. Um, you know, she's a little sad looking right now, but I'll get the front end fixed to my Jeep, but everybody was safe. That's the main thing. I saw Cruella this weekend. Movie was phenomenal. Uh, if you are a Disney fan, you'll really appreciate it. Um, or you could be like some other people and never watched a Disney movie ever and still talk about them, which makes no sense, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so what we're going to do here is we're going to kind of talk to you guys about what we're going to do, uh, for season two. I wanted to probably before you start. Yeah. I just want to say I'm glad we got through all that without you, you know, disappearing from the recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened, guys. We we were. I was in the middle of a of my, you know, my recap of the two weeks, and I kicked it over to Jordan and had pure silence. And apparently, I was gone for like five minutes. Had no idea, so we had yeah, to run so it back. There's a recording out there. Just so you know, of just I have it. Jordan I have and it. I'll, I, I'll never let it go. to our. Cackling to high hell because we we just imagined you were talking to yourself. Oh, I, and I definitely was talking to myself <laughs> into the void. And, and, yep, uh, it was it was in the, it was in my own multiverse. Yeah. Um, so what Wait, we want to do? That might be bonus. That's a Patreon level. Yeah, for right yeah, now. Yeah, that's <laughs> we'll our bonus that <laughs> So um, for season two, we want to mix things up. We want to do you know more fun things. Um, you know, for our listeners, you know, you guys have been great. You are always you know interacting with us after episodes. But we kind of want to start getting you guys to be even more interactive with our show. Um, so, Jordan, why don't you kind of let people know what, what we're looking to do for season two? Yeah, so, you know, like Paulie said, we want to interact with you guys. We want you guys to send us any topics that you have <clears throat> from the week, whether it's music, entertainment. It can be a little sports. Obviously, we want to leave the big sports stuff to, 
you know, Jude and Case on, on my pod and, and Kev on all in with Kevin Lewis. Um, but just any topics that you might have. And if we think it's, like, good enough, um, maybe we might have you on. We might DM you and be like, hey, like, would you like to come on and talk about it with us? You know, we, we want this podcast to be for, you know, for everybody. You know, get your ideas out there. If there's something that's really on your mind and you want to, you know, talk to us about it, and maybe you can come on here and, you know, air it out. You know, we'd love to, we'd love to have you on. We're, there's no, like, <clears throat> nobody's too big for this podcast, obviously. Like, we, we want to have you guys on. We want to hear your thoughts, your ideas. You know, we got a lot of great people out there, especially, you know, on Twitter that Kyle and Paulie and myself follow. Um, if you're on Facebook, message one of us, you know, whatever it is, email us, you know, anything like that. Uh, if you have anything cool that you, you want to talk about, we, you think that would be a good idea for our show, we're more than happy to, you know, have you guys on. Seriously, we, we want – nobody just wants to hear us three talk for and ramble for – but, you know, an hour, you know, they want to hear from other people, you know, it's a big world out there. There's a bunch of different people. You, everybody who's, who's on Twitter sees that all the time. So, you know, we'd love to have, you know, you guys on here, you know, as guests whenever we can. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's what we want to bring to the table for season two. It's going to be about the listeners and, you know, their thoughts, their ideas, you know, anything that's on their mind. We are the, we are a podcast of the people and we want to make, we want to handle that even more so. Um, in season two and going forward for sure. Kyle, what about you? What are your thoughts on the people? By the people for the people. <laughs> Is that That's it? it? That's, That's it, it, it baby. Got? Let's wow. bring it. Bring the wow. juice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, don't, before, like, this, when this, after this comes out, I don't want to hear people say like, they want to come on just to rip Jude or anything like that. Like, yeah, no, that's not what this is about. This is, yeah, we this is actual fun topics. Um, yeah. You know, we might have a time where we have Jude on again. Um, we got to talk to him about some segments we want to do. Um, we have a group chat brunch coming up at some point, so we might have some stories that we may be allowed to share. But th- yeah, this we is serious stuff. That brunch live for a viewer. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? That might that might be interesting. But we would have to get some. I'll wear a uh, GoPro waivers. <laughs> and people might have to sign um, waivers and stuff for that because you know Jude is is very very. Very serious, and uh, you know, he's a media, media. He's a media yeah. conglomerate. So, but yeah, no, we, you know, this isn't that, that. Jordan made a very good point. No, we, you know, <laughs> we've got valid topics, things you want to talk about, things you want to discuss, things you want to maybe promote. You know, that's what we want to have on. So, yeah, um, and that's 100%. what we're looking forward to doing. So, um, you know, big things going on in the world of sports. Um, some things that are going on, which over the last couple of weeks, we've seen fans getting banned from um, NBA arenas. Um, you know, first things first was um, last week uh, at the Garden, Madison Square Garden. That's the only garden. Yes, it's there's TD Garden where the Celtics play, but that's TD Garden. So make sure you say it correctly. Um, a fan spit on that was sitting courtside spit on Trey Young. Um, he was found and banned for life from the garden, which I agree with 1000 billion million percent. Um, then last night uh, in the TD garden in Boston, um, we all know how Red Sox and Celtics Patriots. And I feel like I'm forgetting a team out there for some reason, all of a sudden, Oh, Bruins. Bruins. Um, yeah. Bruins. And I, uh, a lot of my friends are Bruins fans. So, you know, then they know this isn't directed to them, but Boston sports fans, they've had, They've had their MO for years. Um, a, bo- a fan threw a water bottle um, at Kyrie Irving when he was exiting the arena through the tunnel at the end of the game. Uh, yeah, right. It looks like that fan that fan may be facing felony charges. It's like, what is going on with these people? I know you've been cooped up in the house for over a year and you haven't been to sporting events, but I don't understand where people, and I'm sure maybe they've had drinks and stuff, but whatever, that's no excuse. The 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 audacity of these people where they think that they can talk to athletes the way they want when they're there because they paid a price to get into the game or that they can spit on or throw things at is just is just mind numbing. And I'm glad that, you know, people are starting to take it more seriously and handling handling it accordingly. What about you guys? Yeah, you know, a lot's going on in these gardens, man. What's going on here? Right. <laughs> first, first, we had Adam and Eve. Now we got oh Max, my God. Now we got Madison Square Garden. A lot of shit going on, right? But uh, my my ma- main complaint, right, is why would you throw that water bottle, right? Like, are, are, if you've been drinking, you need to hydrate. So now, not only is the fan throwing the water bottle at somebody, he's he's gonna be thirsty. Like, I just I just don't. That's your what, take. What's wrong with that? That's your take. That's your take. That's, your take. That's, <laughs> That's your take. Okay. 
Don't no, throw a I'm water pink. bottle because you're thirsty. No, 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 no. It's big picture, Polly. So let, oh, let's right. let's take a step back. First of all, he's an asshole, right? And he's going to be oh, a thirsty okay, now, asshole. We, okay, thirsty ass. Okay, yeah, okay, right? got it, I guess. No, but um, I think everybody has just been cooped up in the house too long. And they don't know how to act anymore. Like, I don't know why you're spitting on people. I don't know why you're throwing things at people. Um, yeah, even, don't, don't even come out. Don't even come out if you're going to be a piece of shit. Like, that's, I think that's my main takeaway, right? Like, if you're going to come out and you'd be like, yo, dude, like, what if I just threw this water bottle at him, dude? Like, what would he do, man? Like, like, what are we doing here? Does right? every person sound like that who throws stuff? I imagine, like yeah. from, I mean, super douchey, probably, yeah. That, probably yeah, a super like, douche guy. Yeah. He, but he, my, my thing is, is I think, too, it's like the whole the whole social media age has wanted people to go viral and 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 make this big stink about, oh, I did this at a game. And nobody ever thinks of the consequences. They just think about going viral. And I think that's where we are as a society. Yeah, but not like, just... if you like, if you told that story to your friends, right? Like, yo, I'm the dude who threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. Like, are people going to look at you with like a stank face? Like, what? No, some like, people are going to think you're like, like, I bet like if he got away with that and they didn't find him and he was telling his boys and they were all hyping him up and then he posted something on social media and then he got caught. Like, that's exactly how I can see that scenario going if he didn't get caught right there right then and there and walked out in handcuffs absolutely because that's how that's how the culture is today like the culture today is wanting to like go viral and explode and and be on the news or in the news in some way shape or form and these dudes don't care like i don't even know how, i think this kid was 21 so like you're 21 years old you're banned from going to the td garden ever again which means you can't go watch um any event there like and that, for the rest of your life and and I know we always say all the time, you know, sports aren't everything, but like for some people it is. So like now he's just put a put a red dot on his head for the foreseeable future forever because he can't go to a game. And that, I just I think it's the whole wanting to go viral on social media thing that makes people be so bold nowadays because that's just that's just what it seems like to me. Um, I mean, for me, it's just like we sat through a whole year in a pandemic, sitting our asses inside with at a point where there's no sports on and then the sports came back and we couldn't go there. And all you saw, man, man, I really miss fans. Because you know what? The, you know, as much as like as stupid as these people are, fans at sporting events are great. And, oh, you know, it's been it's amazing. What, it's, what makes, it's what makes special moments in, in sports. Like you can't like deny that. Like that's the energy, the roar, like, you know, all that stuff. Like that is, you know, th there's just nothing, almost nothing better than that when it comes to sports. Um, so, you know, after all that, after all we sat through, after everything that, you know, went on and, you know, you sat there miserable at home for those who like enjoy going to sporting events and enjoy doing that. And then this is how you're going to react. First of all, you had this, the spitting thing is fucking disgusting. Like, I'm, yep. like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just nasty. Like props to Trey. Like I, I obviously Trey Young's been a little bit of a, a dick this series. I mean, he's been killing it against the Knicks, but you know, if, that was me. Like Trey, I guess Trey Young said he didn't even feel it or whatever. If that was me and I was Trey Young, I would have turned around and smacked the crap out of that person. Like I would have. Like th these guys. He are, said he said that he didn't realize that somebody had spit on him until the next day when he saw the articles and yeah. stuff. So, so that exactly. I mean that's kind of there. But but I agree with you. Like one day we're gonna get another malice in the palace, and the person um, one thousand percent gonna need deserve it. it. Need it. Yeah. I need no, it. I'm I'm ready for it. I don't care at this point. <laughs> even like, like it needs to happen. Like you didn't somebody threw popcorn at Russell Westbrook, and it's like I saw. Yes, people, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and it, it, I saw people even on like Twitter saying, "Oh, you know, Russell's a multi-million dollar multi-millionaire or whatever." Like, who cares? Like, it's just popcorn. And it's like it's it's the principle thing. Like, That's imagine somebody imagine somebody went to your job and started throwing garbage at you. You get pretty pissed. Like, yeah, obviously you're not yeah. making millions of dollars, but if you're still, I, I wouldn't care if I was making millions of dollars or not. You know, they're the, the athletes are there to to entertain us and to. You know they they do everything and they put their bodies on the line to you know. But it's their job too, man. Yeah, so it's their jobs, and you're gonna sit there and disrespect them like that. And it just shows that you know a lot of the kids, especially because it's younger kids, like you said, Paulie, 20, 21 years old, whatever. They're disrespectful and they have no manners. Mm. Like I, I <laughs> if any of those kids lived through Mouse of the Palace, they would know not to do that stuff. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, we're not trying to sound like oldies here right. or, or whatever, because that's. I mean, I'm 33. You guys are are late 20s. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's it's the simple fact that like 
these dudes are just punks and like we're not trying to sound like that but like i'm if if and when i do go to games i'm going there to watch the game have yeah. a good time have some drinks and then leave i'm not going there trying to be an idiot trying to be a punk trying to get on the news and that's what that's what i feel like these kids are doing and, and honestly what i was thinking about the other day when all the stuff was going on was you know people always oh athletes are so soft nowadays athletes are you know blah 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 and then you know you have somebody do this and then it's like, oh, you, you need to, you know, let it go. He's just throwing popcorn at you. It's like, no. Like, maybe he, Russell Westbrook needs to go up in the stands and smack that kid in the face. Maybe Kyrie Irving. I mean, he's gotten close there. a couple of times. Yeah. He's, Russ has had incidents all throughout his career, you know, when he Brody was Brody don't, Brody don't play that shit. Brody don't he play doesn't. that shit. Brody don't play that shit. He doesn't. And he's, he's the one that will do it. That's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine he, if they did that to Ron Artest? Like, nowadays, Ron Artest oh would God. be in jail. Ron Artest would be in jail. He would, he would kill somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Popcorn at Ron Test, like <laughs> that man threw that was Mouse of the Palace is one of the greatest moments in like I, history. Of, I that was it, so good. I was it was awesome. Was, it was, was scary, crazy. but it was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. But you know, it's it's just you know kind of like what you guys are saying. You know these it, these younger kids just think that they can get away with this stuff. Like that's that's but the bottom line is like you get you get the seats closed, your parents buy you these tickets, or whatever. And then you think you can go and dump popcorn on that. You think it's funny because, yeah, you want to go on TikTok and get 50,000 likes or whatever. Yep. But you know what? If that happens and, you know, one of these guys approaches you, you're going to be shitting your pants. Exactly. Because, you, because when it comes down to it, you're just a Twitter tough guy. You're just a social media, you know, bully or whatever it is. When it comes face to face, you're not doing that to any of these guys. Mm. Any of them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. When, it, when, when shit hits the fan, what are you actually going to do? That's that's what it boils down to. It's Buy an nothing. umbrella. Oh my god, you are you are a cornball. <laughs> you, are, you really are. You got like Jew level humor. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Jordan, it might be worse. So oh, let, right. let's go on to the next topic. Um, we wow. Wanted to, we wanted to discuss this because, as <laughs> I said in the beginning of the show, that obviously mental health is important. Um, Naomi Osaka is withdrawing from the French Open. Um, Previously, she advised that, you know, due to mental health, she did not want to, um, you know, speak with the media or do anything with the media. And, and and obviously that was frowned upon because how dare she not want to speak with the media? Um, I think it's full in her right. I understand that the medias have obligations to do their job, but the media, sports media and all media alike is pretty terrible. Um, so if somebody, you know, she released a statement, you know, stating that, you know, for her reason, she didn't want to speak with the media and. And I fully, I fully endure, uh, support her. Um, it is crazy that she is backing out of the French Open, um, you know. But that's going to hurt their ratings, and maybe they'll kind of wake up to things and how they're supposed to treat and speak to athletes and how handle things and in certain situations, and and maybe have some more respect for mental health. So that's you know that's basically my point on it. Kyle, how about you? Yeah, as a, a person who constantly finds tries to find the balance in in mental health right like i i 100 understand because athletes um they they are more there's like more pressure on them daily to perform their task exceptionally well right yep we as humans ourselves like day-to-day -day people we have our own different pressures and and points of uh breaking right and and i i i understand where mine is and i'm allowed to be vulnerable um and i feel like it's 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 almost we're not at the point in society where it feels like it's accepted for an athlete to feel vulnerable when i feel like they have it much worse than most people do because they are the center stage of a lot of the, especially in tennis it's a very solo sport yep you're out on your own you're you there is no team there is nobody you can rely on i think you just have your tennis coach and your family uh and you are the center stage. You are the spotlight. I think it's important that we start, you know, acknowledging that mental health affects everyone. Yep. It affects everyone differently. Thousand percent. Um, I've, I've done, I've been proud of myself throughout my life of how I've been able to balance, you know, that, that seesaw effect, right? Like I've definitely had days where I've, I've been shit. Like I've been down in the dumps, you know, and, and I don't know how to, fix it or whatever and, and then there's days I'm, I'm over the moon right like and then it's that's the, the it feels like the standard uh life for a lot of people right but balancing it is is an art form and i think um 
she's I mean she's incredibly young, right? So um, she's right at that age where you you have to you start to learn how to do it and you learn how to do it effectively. And I, I think she's, she's doing the right thing. Right. I, I don't think, I don't think there needs to be this requirement to speak to the media. I think that's, I think it's silly. Um, and I think your, your mental health is the most important thing because I feel like once you lose that, that's, it's pretty much, um, you know, a wrap. Right. And I yeah, think, no, it, it's, it's, it's a battle, man. Trust me. It I, is. And, and I understand. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. I understand everybody who goes through it. I've battled it. You know, we've all battled. I'm sure everyone's battled it at some point, some more than others and some less than others, but um, mm-hmm. it's, it's an important thing to balance. And, you know, I completely, I stand with her, right? Like I a hundred percent understand oh, what absolutely. she's trying to do. Um, I support everything she's trying to do um, because you know, this, this fame is going to go away eventually, right? You're not going to be doing tennis anymore. There will be a time where you retire. And, and if you have broken yourself for the sport that didn't give you anything in return other than, you know, money, what, what, what do you have really? You know, that's, that's my thoughts. I might've rambled a little bit, but no, 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 men- mental a- health is, is extremely important. And yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I'm, you know, beating a dead horse, but at the same time, it's not a lot of people, don't speak out about it. A lot of people mm-hmm. who, who are battling with it are afraid to speak about it because they're afraid of how they'd be viewed. I mean, I've made multiple posts over the past year about, you know, my battle and things I've gone through. And I've had people reach out to me that were like, hey, you know, you admitting that you have this and, and you've, you've sought out help and you spoke to a therapist and things like that. It was like, hey, you know, I, I've been struggling for a long time and I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I'm going to reach out to one, you know, and, and to me, if I could just impact one person by being open about it and being vulnerable, you know, then I feel like I'm accomplishing something. So, you know, I will always go to bat and stick behind and support someone who's trying to do something to, to, you know, help themselves uh, from a mental standpoint. Yeah. And it's, it's another thing is like, how many times have we seen after an athlete retires and they no longer have the sport and, you know, they've had, years of mental health issues build up to the point where there's no return right we've seen it so many times uh overdoses and and suicides and stuff like that and um i think what naomi's doing is is addressing it early and you know the sooner you start realizing hey look i i don't know what to do and i need i need to focus on me like that's you're you're ahead of the curve i think absolutely 100 percent. jordan yeah i mean i'm I'm, you guys kind of hit the nail on the head with that stuff i don't think i need to like uh, you know, address anything. I don't want to like repeat what you guys are saying. Cause you know, you both kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, I, I'm going to look at it from like the reporter's point of view. Like, like Paulie said, like I, I get it. You have a job to do, but there's just some, certain times where the questions are just so awful and just so yep. because and a- after a loss, how did that feel? How the freak do you think it felt losing? It sucks. I you know. Like it, you, these athletes go out there and work their asses off for hours and hours on end. And like Kyle said, like with, with sports like golf and tennis, you know, you're just out, you have, you know, your caddy or if you're tennis, you have your tennis coach and you know, whatever it is in your family, whatever, you know, these guys work their asses off, you know, train, whatever, you know, bust their butts and then go out there for, for three, four hours, however long, you know, it takes out. I'm not like a big tennis person. So I don't know how long a a match would take. Probably three to four hours. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the spot there. So then after the game, do you think, and I get it. Like, you, you, as an athlete, you do have an obligation to speak to the media, you know, at some point. But, you know, sometimes you just need a break. These guys, there's no gap of time. Like, right. this, whatever sport it is, as soon as you're done, as soon as you lose, whether it's a game seven of a baseball series or hockey or whatever, or it's tennis, you, what is it, 10, 15 minutes, and then, bam, the cameras are right in your face and they're asking you questions. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's exhausting. Like, give, give them some time. Give them some space. Like, you know, these guys go through it. Like, you know, I'll, I'll use an example of um, Drew Robinson. Who Kyle? I'm not sure. I know you don't follow baseball as closely closely as Paul and I. But Drew Robinson was, um, you know, a minor leaguer who attempted to commit suicide, and he ended up losing his eye because you know it's just, this stuff is so stressful. Like this stuff is just you know, to the point where you know these guys don't want to live anymore. Like that's what's gotten to the point. Like you guys said, like you've had athletes overdose, commit suicide, like do all this stuff because the sport just say, takes such a toll on them. And like as Bad as it is physically for them, mentally it's just as exhausting. Could you imagine going out there every single day and losing, and you know not doing your best, and you have people in the media saying you're not that good, you're, you know, why aren't you doing this? Hey, blah 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 blah. 
you know, it takes a toll on these people. And especially kids that are, are young. Naomi's in her 20s, like, like 20, 21 years old. Like, that's a lot for them. It, it takes a lot. It takes a lot out of you. Even that the kid I was saying, Drew Robinson, who just made it back to the, the minors this year. I think he's in like triple A. You know, he doesn't have an eye and he's, he's back playing baseball. Like, that's a, it's a remarkable story. Dude, when I saw that video of him hitting that home run, man, that was just it was yeah. it was wild. And, you know, you I mean, you I mean, and I know when I was younger, obviously, you know, I went through that stage where like, oh, I would I hated athletes and I would say terrible. But you you grow you up, grow you up. mature and then you go through things and you realize things. And it's like like you were saying, like the media has a job to do, but a lot of them are so lazy. They do it so poorly. And they write bad articles and they don't care how they're going to affect people because they have to get clicks. So I do see the double-edged side of it, but it's yeah. just very unfortunate that... The, the the downside of this thing is now they're going to run with this story. Of course. They're going to run with the story and then, you know, they're going to start stuff. And, you know, that's that's how the media world works when, when it comes to, to sports. Um, but, you know, we look at, like you're saying, Paul, like we look at athletes as well as, like, superheroes a lot of the time. Yep. Like these guys are, you know, the best in the world that, you know, what they do, whether it's tennis, soccer, baseball, hockey, football, whatever it is, these guys are the best of the best. That's why they're there. And, you know, you, and I think the, the misconception we give these athletes is, you know, they're so strong. That does not mean they're strong mentally. Exactly. And I, I think that's such a, you know, such a big misconception with, with fans and everything. Oh, you know, just cause, just cause you lose, like, can you imagine like tearing your ACL, like coming back, tearing your ACL or something like that? Like, the, yeah, it's going to hurt, but mentally you have to, Hey, is my career over? Hey, like what I got to think about my family now? Like, I'm, you know, am I going to be able to, you know, take, take care of them now? Uh, you know, what am I going to do? But rehab, like this, like a lot of stuff goes through their head that we can't even imagine. Like, yep. It, it's, it, it's just, you know, we, we need to give them their space and their time. And, you know, I know nowadays it's, it's a little bit harder. Um, because of social media and all that good stuff. But, you know, I just think, you know, especially in Naomi's case, like, you know, just, and I get, listen, the fine and everything is understandable because you do have an obligation. It sucks, but that's just the, you know, that's just the lay of the law for, for almost all sports. Like you can't just refuse to speak to the media, but you know, maybe, you know, if she doesn't want to talk for a day, let her have that day. Like give, let, let her be like, when she's ready to talk, let her talk. And maybe her taking a stand kind of lets them rethink about how they how they do the media availability for yeah. for that or just just certain things because I mean she is one of the most popular players in the sport if not the most popular yeah. at this point you know maybe her finally taking a stand allows them to rethink their the way they handle it and you know I just came to my mind uh, another athlete is Zach Greinke Zach Greinke has like a you know a social anxiety disorder and he's you know he's a for those that don't know he's a pitcher for the for the Houston Astros. And he hates talking to the media. So he's very, you, if you ever watch like an interview or, you know, when they talk post game, he's very like, he doesn't look like at the camera. He doesn't like doing it because it's, it makes him so nervous. And this is a grown, this is a grown man, yeah. like an adult, like th this stuff affects people. It, you know, you, it, it can really, really break people down. And I know people just like kind of roll their eyes at that stuff because they're millionaire athletes and whatever, but you know what, just because they have a lot of money does not mean that, you know, they're mentally okay or they can, you know, like to talk to the media or it doesn't make them nervous or anything like that. I, you know, I just, I, I think like you guys said, we need to be more aware of these athletes mental state more than anything else now. So while we were, while we were talking about this, it's funny you guys mentioned this, but Deadspin just posted an article condemning Naomi Osaka for of course. what she did. Of course, and, they did. of course they did. And it, it, the title of it is Naomi Osaka has this all wrong. And the first sentence is Naomi, Naomi Osaka is wrong. Following up is her boycott of the media at the French open is misguided. Worse. It's downright unprofessional. If the tennis superstar is seriously dealing with mental health issues, as she announced on social media before the tournament, she should have bowed out gracefully from the event and taken time for herself. Now I want to, I want to talk about that real quick because a lot of people are not cannot identify something that's like that serious so soon. Like you never know when that hits, right? Like if you if you say, "Oh, I'm dealing with mental health issues before the tournament," but then you want to try and tough it out, these are two different things, right? There's like yeah, 
You know what I mean? Like you can't just like there's no rule book. There's no rules there's not. to follow. There's no like there's no handbook that says this is what you're supposed to do when you have mental health issues because it's I'll different be, for everyone. I'll be 100 percent honest. For me, um, I've in in regards to me, I've been doing very well. Um, the last few months, um, I've got it, getting on the right track and things like that. But yesterday, when I had my accident, it's one of those things that sets you back. While it was something minor, and I'm okay, and everybody's okay. You're just like, okay, everything's starting to go on track, and now I have to, okay, who, how much is my insurance going to go up? What's going to happen here? Am I going to get a ticket? It, it, what's going on? And while it's something that's a real-life thing, that it wasn't something that normally would trigger me, I had a rough day yesterday. You know what I mean? So you can't just – it's not something that can be turned on and turned off. She was basically like, hey, I've been having some issues, but this is my job, and this is my profession – and I'm going to try and do it the best way I can. And I may need to eliminate some things that may aggravate and agitate me. And I think that's, that's commendable enough that she's like, hey, I'm still going to try and do this. But then they pushed back. They started the finer. They made it more difficult. And she's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm not going to play and have the tournament without me. And I and I commend her for that. Yeah. Like, it, it, like it's always the people who, who, who never had to deal with – mental health issues right yep. it's always those people always. who who just grew up life was grand for them and then they have the nerve the audacity to speak out on topics right like if you don't my, my old thought process is like if you never had to deal with it shut the fuck up like yeah. don't there's a golden rules don't speak on things you don't know and i've followed that my whole life i don't really talk on things i don't know like when you guys talk about baseball i don't watch it enough i'm not going to speak on it too much like you guys are going to do your thing i'll be like oh yeah i know this i know that it's a golden rule I followed. It's kept me out of trouble 99% of the time. Why can't people do the same thing? Why do, why do you have to get on and write an article like, oh, you're wrong for for going into the – trying to do your job with your mental health issues and then realizing it was not as easy as you thought it was going to be? You're or, wrong. Or, or calling this is the exact reason why people don't speak out and, and exactly. out of fear or anxiety or how they're going to be accepted. and. I never, I never understood it. That's why, like you said, I never spoke on things about like mental health and stuff because, mm -hmm. you know, for me until the last two years, I didn't have to deal with it. Um, so I didn't speak on it, but now that I've gone through it and I've, it's something that I, like people are genuinely, I'm not, I'm an outspoken person. So it was okay for me. I mean, I, in the beginning I was a little hesitant, but I was, but there's people out there who don't come out because they're afraid that they're going to be villainized and victimized and looked at as, I mean, I don't want to use the term freak because that might not be the right term, but you know, people don't, people think that you say, okay, I have mental health issues. Oh, that person's crazy. And that's, yeah. that's a real thing. And people, people shouldn't be categorized as crazy because they've been affected by something that's affecting their mental health. Yeah. I mean, that's, I feel like we've we've probably yeah, talked this no, to sure. death, but it's like you know I could probably talk another hour on this because you know I've I've seen it affect people, uh, it's affected me. You know I think everybody here has been within a degree of it, so uh, we we all have you know some experience with it. So I'm sure the listeners can understand the frustration we have, of course, uh, yeah. seeing seeing this type of stuff. Like, how are you? Gonna, sorry, how are you going to tell people? To talk, to speak about it, and then they speak about it. And you're like, well, no, 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 don't speak about it. Yeah, don't we, tell no, me. Don't tell us. Just you know, you know, speak on it, but but we don't we don't want to hear about it. Yeah, it, it's just it it's it's annoying. It's annoying. Very. Before before we move on to just for anybody listening, if you're going through something, don't be afraid to to reach out to you know any of us. Like for those yeah. of you that follow us on Twitter, you know, DM away, whatever. I'm always you know. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I've been I've been through it personally like way too many times, especially in the past year. Lost too many friends to suicide. You know it sucks. It's heartbreaking, and I would rather you say something than yep seek help. Go yeah. I mean, I'd rather you say something than me. The next time I see you, be at your funeral or something like that. It's just it's terrible. It's heartbreaking. Just speak up. Just speak up. There's no, you know, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's, it's just something that you know you should uh, you know always speak on even if you're not comfortable with it if you want to talk on the phone whatever you know uh, again 
I'm a phone call away. I'm a text away, whatever. And I know Kyle and Paulie feel the same way. Absolutely. I know everybody. Yep. I can. I think I can speak for everybody on this network. With Case, Jude, Kevin, you know, all of us. Seriously, your mental health before anything else. Because if you don't have that, you have nothing. Absolutely. Facts. 100%. Uh, so moving on to to another segment. Um, uh, news came out today that, you know, within the next maybe five to ten years, uh, the NFL would be looking into adding an 18th game, which, you know, more money, more revenue. Of course, they're going to do that. Um, it seems like it's inevitable based on reports. Uh, but also another interesting topic uh, thrown in with that as well is that the league may expand by another team or two. Um, so kind of want to get the guys' takes on um, an 18-game season. And, you know, maybe kind of what where they'd like to see some expansion teams going uh, to where what cities or, or, or what they think would be a good idea. So, Jordan, we'll let you go first, bud. I mean – I don't mind. I don't. I think the eighteen game thing is is dumb. I, I, I think they should have kept that at sixteen games. Um, I, I, there's just, these guys <laughs> kill each other for weeks, and we, you want to just like add on to that. Like I just, I, I don't like it at all. You know, it, it's a gladiator sport, and you got these guys going hundred miles an hour killing each other. I just don't think you need to add two more weeks to it. There's no point to it. Um, as far as like. Expansion teams, I think it's cool. I, you know, I like that the NHL, you know, has, they have the Seattle Kraken coming. They had Las Vegas come in, and they came in and, like, made immediate impacts on the league. Like, they're – well, Las Vegas has, excuse me. You know, and Seattle is going to have their expansion draft this year. So, you know, I, I do like that stuff. As far as places that, like, you want to put a team, that's – that's whew. you put me on the spot here, Paulie. <laughs> well, I mean, we did talk about it beforehand. I know. I just, I, I just. We didn't think we were actually going to talk about it. Oh, I, well, it's just I, like I don't. It's hard because they they have it in Vegas now. Um, you know, there there seems like all the prime spots. Like, do you want a team in London? Like, I don't think a no, lot of people do. No. I think that would be too too hectic. No, like, where, 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 the thing is, where are you going to put another team? Like, you want one in Poughkeepsie, New York? Like, I, like, I, where are you going to put one? Like, I don't even think all, people want to be in Poughkeepsie, New York. All right, that's not true. But <laughs> anyway, like, I, there's just like I feel like every spot, especially with the Ve- with the Raiders moving to Vegas now, like, are you going to put a team back in San Diego? Like, I, I just I don't see another like good spot for another team like would i mind it no but it's got to be like a good spot that's going to have a, a good fan base like this yet like i go back to the hockey and like vegas had a their fan base is fantastic and i assume the the kraken are going to have the same you know outpour of support because you see with this the seahawks and everything how diehard those fans are and even the soccer team the mls team the sounders those guys are are insane and they're a passionate fan base so I just don't know where you're going to put another team. Like maybe you guys can convince me, but I just don't know where you're going to put another team if you do an expansion uh, team. So I I think that there's like maybe a spot in Mexico, right, if you want to really expand the league. I don't think – I think going to London is like it's too much travel. I think they, all teams should stay domestic, but that's just me. That's like that's your just- opinion, man. No, I know. I just, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think it, that would be a good idea, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so I, if, okay. So if we're going to go domestic, right. If we're going to try to keep it domestic, it, it's, I mean, it, it's tough because all the major cities are already represented. Right. Unless you want to throw another team back in Oakland, then you're just no. kind of, it would, it just, I don't, you could probably give St. Louis their team back. Oh yeah, that actually would be a good spot. So yeah. giving because I, I know they was, had I had like five and that was one of them. So Jesus, <laughs> you want to give me your other four so I can <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead and finish. So so you have St. Louis. Um, I, I I think the next would be you know, um, maybe maybe. Well, we, I don't want to. You don't. You want to put more on the West Coast, I guess. Now that I think about it, there's just no one in the East Coast to put them. Yeah, the East Coast is just already. You know, you have the Eastern Seaboard pretty much locked up, but, right? Like I was, I was thinking Nashville, but like you have the Titans like there already. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's where I think a baseball team needs to go. That's yeah, my opinion Tennessee's on a baseball big enough team. For a two, I don't think Tennessee is no, big enough for a two. It's not two it's football not, yeah. team city. 
Um, I'd like to see the MLB if they do expand, put a team in Nashville. I think that I think they would they would do amazing. You know, if they put a good product on the field with the way the fan base would be, I think they, that would. They, be great. The minor league team down there. I went to the minor league stadium for it. It's beautiful. Is it? It's beautiful. Nice. beautiful. I mean, would you? Would you? Would could a team in you work in Utah? Like, so uh, or uh, Oregon? Well, I mean, aha, stop stealing my list. <laughs> that's that's like, another or, team like, on my list. There's, so that, that's what I'm thinking. Is Utah is is very big on their football program, right? Like, and and I also also think Oregon's very big on football, right? And like it's I, beautiful. Yeah, or I, dude, I, I every time I see I a video of Oregon, it's just like wow. I highly recommend. Um, if you would like a great experience, um, take a trip to Oregon. I mean, yeah, I did go there for a football game, um, but the as a whole. Um, being in Oregon, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, obviously, I was in Eugene, but I was in Portland for a little bit. Um, so that is one of the destinations that I was going to pick. Um, I'll let you finish, Kyle, since you've stolen two and my list is dwindling, and I don't want you to take any more. So I mean, that's that's really we only had to do two, right? Well, yeah. So <laughs> so oh, let me um, can I, give me my thoughts. Let me give me my thoughts about the eighteen game season. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, 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 hold on. There's two topics. You can't just take it away from me. You can't steal well, my thoughts. Sometimes you get speak. sometimes you ramble and get lost and on oh, a tangent and wow. And sometimes wow. I gotta rein you in. What you know what? So my thoughts on the 18 games. <laughs> All right, good. So I want to I, I want to feel out the 17 game season first, to be honest with you, because I already thought 16 was enough. I think 16 was a good number. I'm not going to complain about an extra game, right? Like how many times have we said, oh, man, if only the Jets had one more game, they would have won. Very, very rarely, Kyle. Very rarely. <laughs> very, very rarely. <laughs> Look, a, a team could have gotten in at 6-11 and 11 this year. Like, come on. The, the Jets were only four wins away. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. Uh, but, like, you know, like the, the year where the Jets were 10-6 and six and they didn't make it, like what if they had an extra game, right? Like they probably would have made it that year. Uh like it's, I think about that kind of stuff, and um, I, I kind of want to see how the seventeen game season plays out. Eighteen's a lot to ask for a bunch of people who, like, we we hear about it all the time. They need that off season, but like when players get that off season, they they take full advantage of it up until when they have to. Because let's think about it, right? They start reporting in in May, right? And if you get to the Super Bowl. You know, February to May is it's a short it's a short jaunt, right? So your body's probably not even fully recovered after sixteen games plus an extra four. Uh, I, I think um, it's going to be tough. You're you're going to see a lot of teams wear down after that. It, it after seventeen plus the uh, plus playoff games, and then you're going to see it wear down even more after eighteen plus the playoff games. Now, uh, are they are they going to take? Gonna, I, I saw they already took away the preseason game, which is what I thought they were going to do. They're going to have to start adding an extra buy, right? Like that's the only thing I yeah. can think of. They're gonna, you're going to yeah, have to throw an extra to. buy in there and you're going to have to spread it out evenly. Yeah. Like it, no unless you start that. cutting up the season into, into thirds, right. Where you have, you know, uh, I guess, however, six games by six games by six games. Very good. Kyle. Good math. I, yeah, I, no, that's I a good idea. <laughs> well, Five no, months. but, uh, and, and to, to go off your point, like they could do that and then everybody has the same bye week or maybe they take two weeks off and then they come back. And I mean, it's, it's, they're going to do it. No, they're going to figure out a way to do it because it's money. So I, I think mean, having everybody have the same bye week is very good for parity, right? Yeah. I think because everybody's getting the same amount of rest. Because how many times have you sat here and you see it? You've looked at the Jets schedule one time and then they'll play like a, um, a freaking Monday night game, and then they got to go to a Sunday game, and then they just they're playing a team that just came off a bye, who played yeah. a Thursday game before the bye, right? You're just sitting here like, well, what, what the fuck? They're rested up. The Jets are now on a short week. Like it's yep. kind of like, what the hell? So, um, I think that would be great for parity because then you have that every team is going to be able to play at their their full strength. Plus, exactly. it's also going to be good on player mental health, right? Because then you're just like, oh, we only got to get – because how many times have you sat here and you sat here like you work out five, six days a week and you're just like, oh, man, I'm almost done. Like Sunday's right around a corner or Saturday's around a corner. They, they'll, they'll do the same thing. They'll be like, oh, my God, we only got like one more game and we got that break. We got that week off, right? That hasn't, yeah. come, up, that hasn't come up much for me, but I am just – Yeah, <laughs> fucking lazy bum. No, but I, I 
I agree with the point. Um, you know, they talk about player safety, and I just laugh at it every time they announce that they're going to add a game or more Thursday night games or games in London. And so it's player safety is a farce when it comes to the league. They don't care. They care about the money. Um, we're going to get an 18 game season. I like Kyle's idea of like, you know, the segments and then maybe the teams all have a week or two off to reset and then come back and play or something like that. Um, it's going to happen. Um, you know, I'm not going to complain about more games. I do think it's, you know, it's a, it's asking a bit much and people are going to be like, Oh, well, they're athletes. They get paid lots of money. That's true. And they'll make more money, but it's all about the league and what they're going to make. I mean, the salary cap's going up to like 205 million next year. They're, they're making money hand over fist with these new TV contracts. And that's what it's really all about. Um, in regards to expansion, I would love to see it. Um, uh, I think more teams is better. It depends on how you want to handle it. Um, I don't think they can add just one. I do think they have to add two. Um, Kyle said Oregon. That was one of my places. Um, where was the other? Oh, St. Louis was the other one. But I think um, Oklahoma. Um, you see oh, how they. Yeah. You saw how they supported. Um, not only is football huge there, but when the Oklahoma City were were amazing, um, the crowds there were amazing, and they supported the team. Um, I thought that they were actually going to try to expand more uh, pro sports out there, and they have not. Um, so I think Oklahoma would be a good spot. Um, I also I know there's so many teams in Florida, uh, but if we're staying on the East Coast, I think Orlando would do really well um, in regards to it. Well, that's 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 fine. Um, <laughs> but that's that's your opinion. Um, but I think I think Oklahoma for sure. Um, St. Louis deserves a team back and. I mean, if they're gonna, if they want to give San Diego a team back too, I just think over you've got two teams in LA. Um, I don't think you need to add more teams to California. Um, yeah. Just like there's two teams in New York, I think that but keep that balance there. You've got them; they're named LA. It's not like they're Oakland or San Diego. I'm forgetting the Niners again, but they're the Niners have been around forever, so that's the third team. There's I don't think too you many need teams in California. Yeah, just exactly. Like New York, right? You're like, let's throw a team in the city, and then you're just kind of like, no. Then, then now you got four teams in New yeah, York. Yeah, no. It's just like, yeah, yeah. And and I don't. I mean, the Bills are in Canada. They're not in New York. I don't care what anybody. Let's says. add a team to Toronto. Let's yeah, no, team. no, that's a terrible idea, but. I, I, I think, <laughs> yo, he just shit on that idea, Kyle. Wow. Yeah, well, I don't, that's why I don't like Commissioner Brzee's over here. <laughs> I don't like the idea of, at least when it comes to the NFL, I don't like the idea of teams not being in the U.S. Because I think if you put a team in London, then the travel is going to be crazy. And every team that travels out to London is going to need a bye week after that week to readjust to the time, readjust to everything practicing are you going to have a facility that's specifically out there that's a a multi-use facility for every visiting team logistic just seems terribly poor at least in regards to going to london so i think you just keep also, it statewide huh also they're going to have to change it from the national football league to the international football oh league. yeah no no that's what that's what i'll stop watching i will see ifl no, brought change, to you by the IFL, I'll, official sponsor of the IFL. I'll change my Abby to an animal and I will yell at everybody. <laughs> um, but no, that's my take <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, that's my take on it. I just, I, I think expansion's coming in. I, I'm a fan of it because you know, you know me. I'm obsessed with team names and logos and things like that. So I have fun. the names that you could think you would think of for Oklahoma uh, and Oregon. I can't. I can't be on the spot for that. I'd have to think about that one because I put too much. I I put too much pride in coming up with team name and logos in my fantasy league. So I'd have to think about it. That's Oklahoma Boomers. Oklahoma Boomers. What'd you say, Jordan? I said that's cool. I said Polly's cool. Polly's I know cool. I am. <laughs> I know I am. You don't have to tell me. The I, Oregon I Sun Coast. Okay. All right. Kyle ruined <laughs> everything. So let's go into everybody. Oklahoma. Boomer Sooner Trooners. Yeah, okay. okay. On to everybody's favorite segment, Big Bozo Energy. Um, this week, we, as always, we will provide our Big Bozo Energy, and everybody will vote. Um, for me, I know I've done something similar to this in the past, but because it's a hot topic, my Big Bozo Energy is fans who act ridiculous at games. Uh, Trey Young said it best. You can chant whatever you want at me. You can say whatever you want to me because, you know, that's the atmosphere and, you know, some guys thrive off it. Some guys hate it. But that's that's what being a fan is. But when you start throwing things at people and you start spitting on people and you start, you know, being – I mean, it's not – yeah, they're not violent acts, but what's next? What's next? I mean, we've seen back in the past 
uh, you know, fans have thrown batteries at players in Philadelphia. They've thrown uh, snowballs at Santa Claus. Like, um, you, you just go to the game, enjoy the game, enjoy the atmosphere if you're going to go, if you choose to go. I mean, you're choosing to go. You're spending your money just because you chose to do so doesn't give you the right to just throw things at athletes, spit on them. You know, again, Trey Young said, chant what you want at me, say what you want at me. That's the point. Um, but but leave the other nonsense at home. So my big bozo energy is just just fans acting reckless at games and and, and, and treating athletes like they are animals. Jordan. Um, my big bozo energy of the week is Ryan Reeves. And for those of you who don't know, uh, yesterday the uh, Avs and Golden Knights played and the Avs put a beat down on them. And then Ryan Reeves decided to go after one of the Avs players for really no reason at all. And the reason, like, that's my – he's my big bozo of the week is because, first of all, he's a dirty player. And second of all, just, like, you're putting these – like, for no reason you're going out there and you're going to intentionally hurt a guy who did who did nothing, who did nothing to you. Like, why – like, w- what's the purpose of this? Like, your team's going to lose a seven-game series, man up, suck it up, go out there, take your loss, and, you know, leave. Like, you're doing – a disservice to the sport, which like hockey is probably arguably the best play- playoffs out of any sport that, yep. to watch. You know, you're taking the fun, you're taking the entertainment out of it by being a dirty player. So, you know, short and sweet, Ryan Reeves is my big bozo energy of the week. It's my turn. Great. And, uh, uh, Paulie, uh, relax. <laughs> and I, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really know what to say. Right until we were we were talking about it earlier. And Par for got... the course. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. You happy with your you happy with your decisions right now? Yes, always. Oh, good. Did did, did that did that does that improve your sex life? Oh my, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I disagree. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you dirty dog, you. Yeah. So, all right. My, I, it, mine's going to come down to – obviously not the mask mandates lifted, right? Uh, it, it, I, I had that awkward feeling of like now – I'm still wearing my mask just even though I'm fully vaxxed because cause fuck it, right? Like I feel like I'm, I'm protected. I feel good. Now it's coming down to like these people who are not wearing their masks now and you're just kind of like are, are they vaccinated or are they not, right? Like so now this this – specific big bozo energy is people who refuse to get vaxxed and refuse to wear the mask right you guys gotta agree with me on that one you're just not helping anybody at this point you're just being a dick yeah i don't understand i mean i'm not gonna go big on your on your your moment because that's not what we do but you know the people who are just being straight obstinate like oh well i i don't need to wear it and i'm not getting the shot and just like I don't understand why people have to be it's difficult. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, and like I mean, I haven't turned into an anamorph. Um, I've, they're not tracking me. I've tried to stick a magnet to my arm, and it fell to the floor. Like, so I'm I'm debunking all of everybody's theories. I just, but I do agree with you. I think uh, it's just you know, but people are gonna do what they're gonna do, and 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 this was not a fear of mine, obviously, when they made the announcement. But it's not. There's no way you can really. Yeah. No. I mean, unless people, you know, remember back in the day, uh, what was it? The Sims when people would have the different colored gems above their head. Like, what, yep. what are we yep. supposed to do? So, but I agree with you. It's it's hard to tell, and you just you've got to be you've got to just trust yourself. And 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 I I've stated to you guys, you know, if I go somewhere and they ask people to have them on, I have no problem putting mine on, even though I'm fully vaccinated. Yeah, I just want to. I want. I got to say something. Because you know what, I went out and I did like a unique, different big bozo energy. Paulie took the easy one by doing the fan thing that everybody's talking about now. And Kyle took the mask one. Like, I feel like you guys like kind of phoned this one in just to get the votes. Phoned. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just just throwing it out there. I went, I picked something unique and different, and you two kind of, you know, took advantage of the moment. Took Uh oh. You know what? (laughs) Okay, well, um, 
So I'm not sure how to respond to that because I'm supposed <laughs> to pick up Bozo that I like. So everybody, thank you for tuning into season two of the podcast that no one asked for. Make sure you're listening to all of the podcasts on the Ascension Podcast Network, which is the middle initial podcast with Andrew L. Case and Jude A. Jackson and all in with Kevin Lewis. Thank you all because we took the easy right way out by picking, <laughs> oh, wow. a, by picking a hot topic. Oh, wow. Geez. Maybe we should have just went with Spencer's instead of Hot Topic. Oh, (laughs) hey. I I frequent Hot Topic. I love that store. You are a Hot Top. Just cut the show. End the show. We'll see you next week. Maybe. Maybe they will. (laughs) Oh, no. We're being replaced.